0: You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters.
1: So taking stock of the market action today, the JSC All Share Index finishing 0.7% higher at 79,829 points. It was a bit of a topsy-turvy session, but we have managed to finish uh, at the relative highs of the day. And a lot of the action happening in the mining uh, complex the resources index staging quite the strong comeback today up 2.3 percent with the rand staying relatively tamed at 18 rand 12 to the u.s dollar gary boyson portfolio manager at rand Swiss, joins us gary so far so good in terms of how the market has started the week or do you reckon we got a bit of a free pass just given the fact that our u.s counterparts are away for their public holiday today
0: it's like when the US isn't in the market, everyone is just concerned about picking a direction and sticking to it. So I really <laughs> hope that the, the positivity continues. But you can see it in the European markets. They're uh, very, very mixed. So you had the, the FTSE up, uh, it's currently up uh, 0.13%, but you've got the, the CAC, CAC in Paris uh, down uh, two tenths of 1%. So we, we might have managed to finish the day up uh, marginally. So, so we did finish, uh, well, not really marginally, I suppose, or seven tenths of 1% higher. Yeah, on the not shabby. Yeah, not, not too shabby, but that was largely driven by the by the resources, as you said, doing the heavy lifting. So that index up 2.3% or 2.33% at least. Um, you know, the industrials and the financials really lagging. At, at lunchtime, they were flat to, flat to slightly negative. So a little bit of a recovery into the end of the day. But as you say, with the U.S. out of the market this evening, Uh, everyone's kind of i think they're all just treading water and waiting i mean there's a lot of risk events coming up
1: we've
0: got uh, budget speeches we've got uh, central bankers we've got fomc minutes we've got all sorts of things uh, coming our way and, and i suppose potentially a gray listing for south africa Uh, making some scary headlines for investors locally.
1: And how are investors positioning for that? I see that the uh, financial index up 0.2% today, but I imagine that a lot of that uh, prep work having uh, taken place in the weeks prior. What are your expectations and what's the market expectations as to whether we get greylisted or not?
0: Oh, weeks prior Vicky. it's yeah. been months and years of work <laughs> my bad prior. so, so it's, yeah this is not something that, that and I, we felt it so it's interesting not many uh, I suppose not, not many of our clients have, have really approached us with concerns around the grey listing it doesn't seem to be something that's floating around in the in the retail investors mind and, and I don't think that there's going to be a, a big impact on the financial markets because as you say a lot of prep work has been done it is largely expected that we, we will uh, be grey listed so I think a lot of this is probably in the price already. We've already got, uh, you know, for example, uh, the South African rand trading against the dollar at eighteen eleven currently. Now, uh, that's probably the the most liquid uh, contract or the most liquid instrument that would show um, an impact uh, because of the grey listing. But uh, that's not really where I think we're going to see the the impact as investors. Where where you're going to see it is your ability to actually conduct business internationally, and it's going to be the compliance burden that you're going to have to bear when you're on when you're opening an account. Um, and really, what what it means is that, yeah, I mean, we've gone through this. So I think our compliance cost has quadrupled in the last six months as we prepare for the gray listing. Um, it's, you know, we've had to, you know, and banks and all financial services providers have had to do this. I mean, they've really had to get their, their money laundering and, and their AML and their KYC so they know their client process is very, very tight. And, and the regulator's response to the, this potential gray listing, because obviously it hasn't happened yet, um, has just been to write a lot more laws. So every compliance officer that we speak to, and I mean, we chat to a lot of them in the industry, they're almost at their wit's end because there's just so many laws that they now need to comply with. And, and they actually don't know how to practically implement this and and you know sometimes more laws aren't a route to better compliance and a better financial system and I think that really is the concern um so one thing that it is going to make uh, for listeners i suppose it's going to make it one more difficult to open specifically international accounts and and also the, the cost of financial services in South Africa is going to rise as all financial services providers and banks have to have to grapple with the 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 kind of the new situation and and higher compliance costs. And unfortunately, uh, that is an input to financial services. So it's it's something that will ultimately be passed on to the consumer Mm. uh, via less aggressive pricing.
1: Not another cost being passed on to the consumer. can't handle Unfortunately,
0: anymore, yeah, that, <laughs> it. Unfortunately, so, yeah, that's it. I mean, look, and, and, and it, it might not be happening yet, but, you know, check your bank fees in six, seven months' time if we are grey listed, you start going to start seeing, you know, in, increased costs coming through. I have almost no doubt about
1: that. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good area to explore. Perhaps something we can pick up um, following the uh, verdict or the decision on the 24th of February as something we can surely um, make our listeners more aware of. You mentioned the fact that resources and mining stocks did a lot of the heavy lifting today and i am seeing it anglo-american finishing up almost four percent higher bhp Billiton not too far behind that drd gold they had their results out last week but also a very strong finish for them kumba glencore the list goes on everyone except anglo platinum and so (laughs) (laughs) and so that's stuck on the losing board today Uh, what did you make of their results and did they meet your expectations
0: it's it's a good question. So, yeah, looking at it, I really think it was the guidance because you've got to remember that that uh, AMPLAT has been coming off a very, very high base. We had you know high PGM metals prices uh, previously. So it was always going to be difficult for them to maintain these kind of bumper dividends that they were paying. And, you know, the, the kind of headline numbers that I saw across the media were, you know, the dividend is down 60%, you know, headline earnings down 38%, you, you know, as if this is it should be a sh- big shock to the industry. It really shouldn't have been a big shock to the industry um, because we knew this was coming from a very, very high base after the supply chain disruptions of last year and just the rocket and commodity prices that we saw you know specifically maybe not so much in platinum but but definitely the rest of the pgm basket so you know the idea that uh, you were going to see you know soft softer revenue softer earnings numbers made sense because pgm prices have come off a little bit But i think uh it was really the the 26 drop in volume that maybe spooked the market a little bit as well as that guidance so you know pgm uh, guidance they're looking at uh, 3.6 to 4 million ounces over the next year but also highlighting a lot of the issues that we, we're seeing you know many of the commodity companies face and that's you know issues around uh, you know, transportation of their material, uh, you know, higher input costs, and it's not just electricity and load shedding; it's also higher labor costs, and and then finally they they had a, you know a couple of uh, you, you know other you know kind of. Amplat specific uh, operational challenges um, that did, did essentially affect them. And one of them was uh, obviously lo- um, lower grades at Mahalakwena, but also the planned infrastructure closures that are Mandel built. And then, of course, delays in the, the Polokwane smelter rebuild as well. That also, you know, just adding to the bad news story in the stock. And I think that's why, uh, you yeah, know, investors are a little bit disappointed today, traders are a little bit disappointed today, and and obviously marking the stock down on the back of that. So, uh, you yeah, know, Anglo American Platinum ending the day not too shabby uh, but ending the day you know, just under two percent low after being some you know almost three and a half percent down at one point
1: yeah so clearly some people saw an opportunity to come back in at uh, slightly lower levels before the market closed. but Gary we'll leave it there for now thanks so much for your time Gary Boyce and Portfolio Manager at Rand Swiss.
0: you've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m.